Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What is going on? And welcome to the Urban Pitch Podcast, the beautiful game of life. The Wash Crew is in the building. Stay washed up for another episode. I'm Ramsey Abushala, editor of UrbanPitch.com. As always, I'm joined by my co-host. Mr. First to One himself, it's Julio Matarosa. Julio, what's how we doing? On, what's going on, man? We have another special guest today. Another special guest, uh, back-to-back MLS features. Oh, uh, you, know, you know how we do over here. Yeah, hey, I, might, I might not return calls from now on. <laughs> <laughs> we're loving love because we, we got a rising star in the building today uh, from the New England Revolution, uh, Dewan Jones. What's going on, man? How you, how you doing? What's up? I'm doing well, guys. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, um, you know, we were kind of going before we started, but uh, we had... We had Dewan on an interview a couple months back. Had a little bit of uh, technical difficulties, but you know we made double, triple checks this time. So uh, you know, no, no, no errors will be made uh, yeah. this time around. Ramsey is known for not pressing record. If I have to do it, I'll do it. You don't want to do it, I'll do it. <laughs> uh, yeah, but but uh, let's let, let let's get started. So, what was your kind of the 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 welcome to MLS moment? Uh, Christian Panilla, he was a winger on our team, my rookie year. I don't know how he did it, but like he had the ball like 30 yards from goal, took a touch, like kicked it over my head. I don't know. I thought it was two touch, but somehow he like ran, ran to the <laughs> ball, had no angle, like got to the end line somehow. I think he maybe did a combination with someone else. And then he just scored from an incredible angle. And I was just like, yo, is this how it is? At this level? <laughs> and like, and, can I and hang? They, <laughs> yeah, they, they had you, they had you getting used to a new position right then too, right? Yeah. Yo, well, in the beginning, uh, we were, uh, I was playing a winger when I first got to oh, MLS. Okay, okay. Uh, so this was just like a, it was like a 4v4, like to mm, big goals. Got it, and got it. it was like, guard your guy. Like you have to stay guarding your guy the whole time. And so of course, got... they matched me up with our best attacker at the time. <laughs> so you got to put your hand up. Like once he puts the ball over your head, you ain't doing that. Right? <laughs> it happened so quick. It happened so quick. Talk about the combine because that, that kind of, kind of was... Uh, a, a big, you know, splash moment for you where, you know, all of a sudden people were circling your name uh, and your, your stock rose a little bit. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find out the latest sports developments, including the updated odds on the NBA playoffs, fights, and even next season's futures. And don't forget that the MLB is back as well. Who are you picking to win the World Series? Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. It's super easy to get started, so head to the website today or use your mobile device to join and use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. I got first place in the 30-yard sprint, first place in the agility, and then third place in the vertical jump. So I, that was already already turning heads. And then the next day was the perfect day of games. And I had like a 60-yard run. Um, and I'm like sprinting with the ball full speed. And I chipped the goalie far post. And then after that, I had all these interviews. <laughs> <laughs> so I think, yeah, I interviewed with like half the teams in MLS at the time. So I felt pretty confident heading into the draft. And that's also when uh, New Balance first saw me. Um, the guy who actually signed me said he saw that goal and they reminded him of Mane from Liverpool. So yeah, might have he might have heard of sign. that guy. <laughs> yeah, he said he said he had to sign me after that. Uh, so that was pretty cool. I got back home uh, from the combine. I had like six New Balance boxes waiting for me. There you go. So, so what do you remember from the cool questions? Experience. So what do you remember from the questions that when the 
I mean, that seems we're interviewing. Yeah. Something like stands out. Something like, why are you asking me this? <laughs> there was one question. I'm not going to say which team. They were just like, so let's say you earn a penalty kick and the captain's like demanding the ball. Do you take the penalty kick for yourself or do you give it to the captain? Take it 100%. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I had to give the political answer, you know, give it to the captain. Yeah, right. he's the captain. Right. No, no controversy. <laughs> no we're, controversy. we're not starting anything, right? No, no controversy. Well, I'm giving you the real answer. Take it for myself. Yeah. <laughs> if my mom's in the stands, I'm taking this one. No, nah, man. When, mean, yeah, it's easy to say that, but... No, nah, you're right, man, yeah. Those, those veterans, man, when they look at you and say, give me the ball... Oh, uh, definitely. I mean, <laughs> so. Speaking of teammates, you know, Brandon By, uh, another MLS draftee, uh, another uh, Michigan guy, uh, you know, he went to Western Michigan, you went to Michigan State. Did that ease the transition, having a familiar face, someone that, you know, you could relate to a little bit uh, com- coming into the league? Yeah, I actually uh, reached out to Brandon before the combine because I know he he had a good combine and that increased his draft stock. So it's funny, I reached out to him and then like a week later, I find out we're going to be teammates. And I actually didn't know him that well uh, when I turned pro. Uh, our dads actually knew each other and we played each other in high school and college, but we never really had a relationship. Um, and then obviously once I got here, the Michigan connection, and then obviously we had the transition both to outside back. So uh, we've, we've been good friends since then and he's helped me a lot in the transition. Is that like a is there is there like a friendly rivalry going on between between the two of you or is it is it mostly you know? <laughs> no, it's always a rivalry. Whether it's practice or games, you know, it's this goals. We're always competing. Uh, again, we're always looking to help each other get better. So uh, that friendly competition just brings out the best in both of us. Yeah. How was that transition from winger to like outside back? It was tough, but um, back like at Michigan State, I played winger and we had to defend a lot. So I felt like I was pretty comfortable with defending and also just one-on-one, like I play basketball. So like I take my one-on-one serious. <laughs> so I like to like be like a lockup defender, you know? Uh, so it was a tough transition just in terms of learning. Uh, Cause I don't know when you're a winger, you can just, you can just try things. If you lose the ball, you know, yeah, definitely. it's okay. You can win it back, but like in the back, you gotta be solid. hundred percent passing percentage, obviously precise. You can't make mistakes in the back. So I think that was the biggest thing. And then uh, also my rookie year, I couldn't get forward as much uh, because Christian Panilla was usually the left winger <laughs> and they wanted him to go ISO like one-on-one. So I didn't have as many chances to overlap. Um, but then my second and third year, I started being able to get into the attack more, which is which is more more my style and which I'm more comfortable with. So I think that helped make the transition easier being able to get back or get forward into the attack. Yeah, we've we seen you, uh, you know, Getting into getting into that offense, you know, had had a nice assist against Portland, scoring yeah. a couple goals last season. Uh, what, what's it like, kind of getting back into that offensive offensive role? You know, it's great because my whole life I've been an attacking player, and I've always thought that I could, you know, contribute a lot in the attack as a winger. Uh, but when Bruce took over, I, I I just started playing left back because our assistant coach Mike Lapper took over for, for Brad Friedel. He saw me as an outside back, and then I had a few good games there. So when Bruce took over, it was just like, all right, you want the left back. And mm-hmm. they haven't really looked back. Uh, so like I said, I'm thankful that I've been able to get into the attack more now. Um, but, yeah, you know, now I'm a left back. So I have to make the adjustments, and I'm starting to enjoy defending more and just really embracing the role. How is Bruce as a coach? He's a legend. Man, Bruce, he's, he's like you said, he's a legend. Uh, he knows how to win. And he's he's a very funny guy, very chill guy, you know, off the field. But when we cross that line for for practice or for games, you know, he flips that switch. And this coach Bruce, he's getting on you. You know, he wants everything to be perfect. 
how, how, how are you able to kind of balance that, uh, you know, expectations of building off of last year's success with, you know, the, the realities that, you know, and, and setbacks that come with, with, with a, a new season? Yeah, last year was right now i'm really appreciating last year like, <laughs> we were we were really cruising you know we were in a great spot and then right now we're not in the best spot but you know that's that's part of being a professional athlete it's part of being a soccer player you know you're not always going to be winning so i think these, these times of adversity are going to just make us stronger you know ultimately our main goal is to win the mls cup and we had a great year last year but we didn't achieve our ultimate goal um so i think this adversity to start the season is good you know it obviously sucks that we got knocked out of champions league and We've been giving up goals recently, but I think this this will only help us in the future, and we'll learn from these mistakes that we're making now. Um, we have a two week break with the international break, so I think we'll come back strong after that. And then also, we've we've been uh, unlucky with some injuries this year, um, so I think when we get our full squad back, that's definitely going to help. Um, but yeah, just getting everyone back, training together, pushing each other for spots and positions, you know, that's when we're really at our best. Um, so I'm excited to to get back to to our best, and I think we're well on our way. How hard is it playing two tournaments at the, at the same time? You know, it's not something I'm used to. Uh, it's definitely an adjustment. It definitely weighs on the body, weighs on the mental. Um, so it's tough. Yeah, I feel like MLS has, you know, whether it's the, the, the super physicality of the league, um, you know, like you said, the, the, the rigorous travel schedule, um, especially early on with, with some of the weather that you, that you face, um, being in New England or like, like you were in, in, in Real Salt Lake. Um, talk about the, talk about that Real Salt Lake game a little bit because yeah. there's a little bit controversial. You know, Carl, Carlos Gill. Interviews were not. Yeah, Carl, were Carlos Gill didn't seem too happy about it. What, what what were your take on on his comments and what was it like? Like, how cold was that on the pitch? Because it didn't look it it didn't look ideal. Just watching it from the side, I'm just seeing the the snow just blow just blow diagonally just into the players' faces, and they were basically running on ice. So the first half, honestly, it could have been the game could have been suspended. I think for sure. Um, it wasn't, you couldn't really play a lot of just clearances, just getting the ball away from your goal. I think the second half, it got better. You could play a little bit. Um, but like an hour after the game, the field was like, it was good. No more snow. Yeah, no more wind. <laughs> so if we would have delayed the game, I think it would have been beneficial. But at the same time, you know, we can't blow a two lead, two lead goal at home. Um, so again, I think we'll learn from that. You know, it's tough, really tough, but. I mean, we know what the weather is in New England. It's unpredictable. So, I mean, we we played the game and we didn't get the result at the end of the day. Yeah, what, what were your take on uh, on Carlos Gill's uh, uh, that that interview? Because that was, I mean, I think you know you can't blame him for being a little bit upset. Uh, I he was honestly passionate about it. Yeah, you know, I mean, he's, yes. a, he's a passionate dude. Like, well, did did that kind of uh, was the, was that the sentiments in in the locker room as as well? Uh. I'm not sure. You know, <laughs> it, was, it was quiet. It was quiet in the locker room after that game. Yeah, <laughs> Everyone yeah. was just sad and embarrassed, honestly. Um, but, I mean, Carlos, he said it, I think, even in the interview, like, he doesn't care if we won, draw, or loss. He, he thinks that the game should have been delayed. Because he's like, I mean, you can't play football, as he, right. as he said. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can't yeah. stop the effing game, you know? Yeah, right, right, right. No, right. But, yeah, like, it, it's, it's not, it, you guys can get injured with that weather. Like, yeah. I know if I yeah. will. At this age, I gotta I gotta put icy hot stretch for like three hours before <laughs> yeah. I even touch a ball. But yeah, like being in cold weather is not easy. Yeah, cold weather, the snow it was like ice out there. Like I said, so it was definitely tough conditions. Um, I didn't play in the game, so I can't really mm. give my take on how the field was. Um, but especially the first half, it didn't really look like it was a playable pitch. Uh, there's been a lot of talk about the the MLS kits this year because. 
Um, I think Adidas did a pretty good job of, of listening to some of the concerns over, um, you know, a lot of, of the kits being pretty repetitive over the last few years. But this year, I think they did a good job of kind of differentiating and, and adding some kind of bespoke designs. Uh, it's hit or miss with some of these MLS um, MLS rebrands, but I, I think the Revolution did a pretty good job. What, what, what's your take on, on it? Yeah, originally, I was like a little sad. I mean, again, <laughs> I got to the Revs. They have the flag, and right. it's, been our, it's been our logo since, you know, the inception of our team. Um, but the more, the more I've seen it around the locker room, like on our, on our tra training kits and on our jerseys, I think it looks pretty nice. Uh, has there been any other designs outside of, of the revolutions home kit this year, which I think is pretty clean. Um, uh, but is there any other designs that have caught, caught your eyes? Guy goes Portland. Those are fire. Those are the only ones that really come to mind right now, but. Man, that first game against them, jerseys are looking nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know yeah. you gotta step the, step the game up because you you had the assist too. Yeah, <laughs> I had to. Yeah, yeah. I look good, but look at my my playing. It's right, way better. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> but uh, speaking of new looks, you know, uh, a couple of new additions to the squad. You got Josie Aldador and uh, Sebastian Legette. Um, what what's it like playing with the these new additions up top? It's great. You know, uh, I think Seba. He's a guy that he doesn't lose the ball. He's he's a creative player. He just can get out of tight spaces. Like he makes it look very easy, very smooth, elegant player. And then Josie, he's just a goal scorer. He, he gets in the box. He was on my team today for small sided, and mm. he had four or five goals. Like just <laughs> get him the ball, feed Josie, and, and he'll put the ball in the back of the net. You know, a veteran guy who's got plenty of experience, championship pedigree. So, you know, those are two great additions we had this year. You got the the, the men's national team call up. Uh, didn't get a chance to make the, the debut yet, yet. I, I know I'm, I'm confident in saying that it's coming, yeah. but what was it like uh, getting a chance to, uh, to, to train with the team and, and be in that kind of environment? Yeah, no, it was an honor. You know, I, I feel like, you know, it's one of the things you dream of as a kid to play for your national team. And like you said, I haven't made my debut yet, but just to be in that environment, see what it's all about, training with top, top players in MLS, top coaching staff, trainers, um, just just being in that environment, you know, it's it's a different level. It definitely takes it up a notch and just shows the level that I need to be at every each and every day in my trainings here at the Revs. Just so next time I get called up, you know, I'm ready for my opportunity. Yeah. Speaking of uh, speaking of national teams, uh, your 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 friend, uh, the no. op. Yeah. Now he's the, <laughs> now he's the op uh, playing for Canada. But uh, I believe you guys are roommates before Tejan Tejan Buchanan. Um, uh, my my parents are Salvadorian, so. But what he did tell Salvador, I was upset. I was like, stop, <laughs> stop this man. Stop this man. Why? Still mad about that. This is the second, this is the second uh, interview that we do, and, and I bring it up. So you know how mad I was about him just destroying the whole Salvadorian national team. Yeah, and I, I mean, that guy's tough. He's got it. Yeah. He's got it. He's got the speed, and he's got the skills, and he's got the mentality. So I think he'll go far for sure. Yeah, and, you know, seeing his kind of journey, uh, I know you just signed a, an extension with the, with the Revs. Um, this past off season, a little bit after we we we, we spoke last. Uh, so first off, congratulations to that. But second off, do you kind of see something uh, similar uh, in terms of career pathway uh, to to playing in Europe, um, like, like Tejan? Yeah, uh, definitely. You know, playing uh, in the Champions League is, is one of my goals, um, and playing for a top club in Europe. So, you know, like I said, I got to keep working and. You know, I, I really hope that's it's in my future. But I think I know if I keep working hard and 
I think it's possible. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And what does that, what does that work entail? Because I mean, you hear people talk about all the time, you know, working hard, but you know, when it comes to like identifying, you know, areas that, um, you know, this is what I'm good at. This is what I need to improve on. Like how, how do you kind of divvy up, um, getting better at what you're already good at versus, you know, working on, uh, things that you might need to, um, kind of polish up a little bit. Yeah. So I'm a defender, defender first. So obviously one-on-ones, I need to win all my one-on-ones, uh, needs to be a lot down defender. I need to communicate and to organize. Um, I need to play passes forward. And then obviously if, when I'm in the attack, better delivery on crosses, um, goals, assists, you know, production is important. Um, and just be a, a player that can keep the ball as well. Um, you know, it's, it's a lot, man. It's a lot. Every, yeah. like every, every little facet of the game, you know, is, is something I continue to improve on and get better. Uh, but just like really, really analyzing games, watching me and every – in every moment to see or what my, what's my positioning in this moment can i be higher can i be lower did i take a good first touch what was it? did i have my head up did i see this guy behind me did i see this guy on the far side so really analyzing like that um is something that i've been doing this year and i think that's helped helped me grow uh, over the years yeah i mean you can see the the dividends paying off slowly and, and steadily so i'm sure that that trend is only going to continue going upwards but uh, let's take things off the pitch for a little uh for for a bit because uh, I know last time, you know, that, that interview that kind of got away, we, we, we got into it a little bit, but uh, word on the street is that uh, you're a fan of The Bachelor, uh, or is The Bachelor or Bachelorette? W- which one? Because- <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> Come on, wait a minute. Let's hear this. Man, I'm actually, I actually haven't watched for the last few years. Oh, I, used to be, I used to be a big fan. I would watch both. I would watch both. Um, but recently, I'm just... I'm kind of, I'm kind of over it now. I had, I had a stage. It was a long stage, like, <laughs> six year stage, but, but, but I'm kind of off that now watching other shows. <laughs> so if the show calls you I'm like, Hey, do you want to be a part of the show? Are you going to say yes? No, that's not for me. I can't be, I can't be, <laughs> I can't be fighting over a girl on national TV. Like, I'm, not, I'm not competing. No. Like I got to be your first, your first choice. There you go. There you go. Hey, there hey you man, go. that's setting standards. That's yeah, setting expectations there. right there. That's how. Hey, respect yourself, King. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But uh, so, so what are the shows are, are are you getting into now that uh, that uh, you know Monday nights are have have opened up? Yeah. Monday nights are free now. Yeah. Uh, right now, I'm watching Bel Air on Peacock, okay. uh, like the Fresh Prince reboot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just finished watching Top Boy. I really oh like shit! Sure. I need to. I need to get. I, I, need, I need to get, I need into to get on. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Uh, what else? What about the Kanye documentary? Oh yes, I did see that. That was great. Yeah, I'm a big Kanye guy. I think the first two episodes were were really cool. Just see his relationship with his mom. Yeah. And just see oh, how, yeah. How, how strong that was. Everyone always talks about it, but I never. I didn't really know, you know, how close they were. So to see that and like the scene when they're rapping "Hey Mama" together. And they really, they really got me in the field. Yeah, yeah. She, I mean, she was rapping some of his like yeah. unheard, unheard raps, unreleased. word for word. Yeah, like that's crazy, I mean, I word for word. Yeah. yeah, my mom. I mean, my mom barely knows my middle name, man. Like that, only when she's <laughs> mad at me. <laughs> oh man, that was, that was a great. Uh, when she was singing "Dear Mama," like yeah, that, that, I mean, that, I, that, that I'm not gonna lie, thing. I cried a little bit. Yeah. I did cry a little bit. But yeah, Kanye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're we're both big Kanye fans. Uh, we go back on what's the best album. Yeah. all the time. So. Just to see that, just to bring that back where I was when I heard Jesus walks uh, uh, through the wire. Yeah, so oh, it was man. great. Classics. Yeah, Classics. no, yeah, that first album was 
is up there for me. And then, yeah, like I said, to see how they are making the songs, it's like, wow, like, it's just see his journey to even get there. He had to yeah. grind just to get, Definitely. just to get the opportunity. So. Yeah. So, so what is your favorite, what is your favorite Kanye album? Good one. I'm gonna judge you on this too. Yeah. We're, we're judging you. You're here. judging so hard right now. This is I'll the, say <laughs> my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Uh, that's a, that's a man of yeah, taste. That's a man of taste right there. That's, that's, or, at least, or that's college dropout. At least yeah. you know what he's good at. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. What does <laughs> you, that mean? You, you, come on, man. You, that's, that's a bar right there. At least you know what he's good at. At least you know what I'm good at. And I'm always... Oh, uh, yeah. Come okay. on, man. All right. Well, I mean, yeah, that, that's like... No way, dude. Yeah, Come on. That's, that's whack. Together, that's weak. No, 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 no. Bro. <laughs> yeah, Dark Twisted Fantasy, though, that's, 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 top of the, that's top of the list for me as well. Um, uh, College Dropout is like... I like late registration. That's me. Late registration is number late two. Late registration is my Actually, album. no, he's number three. He's number three. Uh, Graduation is number two. Graduation is yeah. number two. And then... Good. Yeah, yeah. But um honestly it goes back and forth depending on like what's your mood and right. what you're listening yeah. to i mean two 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 months from now it, 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 it might different. change up and again that's... we might argue this again <laughs> <laughs> no but talking about music like what is your what's your music that gets you up before games what, what's on your playlist uh before match day uh i gotta give a shout out to t grizzly he's a detroit mm. rapper mm. and he went to michigan state uh, for like oh, did he? But, uh, yeah, yeah. Hey, that, that first day out goes hard. First day out. Yeah. Day out. He had LeBron. He had LeBron uh, rapping. LeBron. LeBron mumbles. Like, yeah. He, he was. He was pretending to rap. He was getting like every other word right. Yeah, every right? other yeah. word. Every third word. What else is in that playlist? Man, uh, got Kanye, Drake. Um, my girlfriend likes Young Boy, so I put some Young Boy on recently mm. just to really get me fired up. Yeah, <laughs> you, you see that subtle shout really out. Like music. You see that subtle shout out, like, yeah, yeah, you want to be part of the Bachelor? No, uh, it's not for me. Yeah, now we know. Why. <laughs> now we know why. Now we know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> I get some God. Young Boy in there just to give me like, like some murder music, you know, get me in the zone to like go yeah, out the war. Yeah, that Black Air Force energy right there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We were talking to we were talking to uh, DJ Taylor. And he he had some young boy in his, yeah, his place boy, too, so yeah. that, that's a uh, uh, pretty uh, common response so far. Yeah, but I mean that's yeah. that's that's what it's for. That's deadlifting <laughs> and deadlifting. You might get a red uh, card, like I told him. You might get a red card into NBA young boy. You yeah, might get a red card. Be careful with that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so some Meek Mill too. Oh yeah, there you go. There you go. Can't go. You can never go wrong on Meek Mill. Yeah. But uh, you know, you know, we'd love to to, to to keep going, but I know you got other stuff going on. Um, but but before we wrap things up, uh, we Julio prepared a couple of rapid fire questions to put you on the spot here. Um, oh, so we're we're gonna close off with some with with a a little uh, uh, quick fire questions. So uh, Julio, I'll let you take it from here. Ready? All right. Either play on hot weather or cold weather. Cold weather. Baked beans or lobster rolls. Lobster rolls. <laughs> uh, the New Balance 550s or the 990s? Oh, come on. Hey, yeah, put him on the there you go. That's a good one. Right he's got the, he's got yeah. the case yeah, he, behind he him. He probably got both. I got both. I'm going to go 990s, though. Ooh, oh, the yeah, yeah, classic. Yeah, classic yeah. Man. yeah, there you go. <laughs> Cardio or weights? Cardio. I, I'm more of a cardio that's guy. Why, so. That's why we're sitting here yeah, and, he's, and he's sitting yeah. over there. Right. When I played, I was more of a cardio guy. What? Yeah, was, back in my day. <laughs> good fit, bad shoes, or good shoes, bad fit? Good shoes, bad fit. 
There we go. There we wow, go. two that's, for two that's, on that's that two response. For two for two. Wow, okay. And, all, uh, right. all right, and besides uh, New England fans, what other place uh, has great fans that you like to play in front of? Portland. Yeah, Portland's got a great atmosphere. They, they get Providence Park rocking. Yeah, they're one of the top rated. How about Austin? I, I know Austin is, they're saying yeah. it's one Have of the chance upcoming. Have you had a chance there. to? I haven't had a chance yet, but yeah. whenever I see their games, I would love to play there. It looks, it looks fun. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not even talk about LAFC because we already know how, how, how cracking that 3252 is, but yeah, that's near <laughs> it's, it's honestly over. It's, it's been overdone at this point, so we're not going to get into that. We're not going to get into that. <laughs> I had to shout out to 3252. Yeah, whatever, man. This guy's biased. He's, he's, he's biased. A little bit, a little bit. Uh, but listen, Dewan, Dewan, really appreciate you uh, coming on the show. Uh, it's always a pleasure talking to you. Uh, best of luck moving forward, and I'm sure we'll see more of you uh, as, as as time time goes on. All right, guys, thanks for having me. Appreciate All it. All right, good luck Take with everything, man. man. Special thank you to everyone who watched and listened from the Washed Up crew. Thanks to Dewan Jones for joining the show. Uh, you know, this was this was great. Well, we hope we hope that you come back next week. We're going to be talking to uh, former pro and Olympic medalist uh, Lauren Sesselman. So that's going to be another great episode. Um, appreciate you again for, for, for tuning in. Please be sure to like, comment, subscribe, uh, leave us a review on, uh, on iTunes, five stars if, 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 if you'd like. But also, if you, can, if you can roast Julio funny enough, you know, we'll, 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 read, it, uh, we'll read it live. But uh, thanks they again for tuning in. Uh, yeah. they kill <laughs> they're they're killing you. No, they're killing you. Not in the reviews, though. They're in the comments. Yeah, in the comments, yeah. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.